peace of our Lord be with you. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit comes, the Spirit will guide you into all the truth, because the Spirit will take what is mine and declare it to you. With those words from today's Gospel lesson, our Lord Jesus, on the night before his death, assigned the Holy Spirit the task of saying more of what Jesus said some of, leaving the Holy Spirit to take up where Jesus left off and lead us further along the same path Jesus started us on. According to those words we read in this morning's gospel lesson, the Holy Spirit will only take us in the same direction Jesus would have kept going if Jesus could have kept living. It's the night before the crucifixion. And Jesus says to his friends, I have more to say to you, but I'm out of time and you couldn't bear it anyway. After I'm gone, the Spirit will come and lead you into all the truth. But the Spirit will not speak on its own, but will take what is mine and declare it to you. That's how we discern whether what we feel led to do or say or believe is the leading of the Holy Spirit or the echo chamber of our own fears or desires or politics or opinions. We measure what we think the Holy Spirit is leading us to say or do by how nearly it aligns with what we know of Jesus. Because according to today's lesson from John, the Spirit takes us farther along the same path Jesus started us on. The Holy Spirit saying more of what Jesus said some of. Of course, that assumes that we know what Jesus said and did when Jesus was here. And that requires us to read the four Gospels. 
so that we have some idea of who Jesus was, what Jesus said, and how Jesus lived. I think of it as anchor and sail. Reading the four Gospels over and over and over again across a lifetime, preferably all in the same day, it takes about seven hours. I did it again yesterday just to see how long it takes. You see things that you don't see studying the Bible a paragraph at a time. I'm sorry. The price of admission really is to sit down and read all four Gospels in the same day. Reading the four Gospels anchors us in who Jesus was. What did he say? What did he do? Where did the cumulative weight of his life tilt? That anchors us in who Jesus was. Then we're ready for the wind of the Spirit to send us sailing in the same direction Jesus would have kept going if Jesus could have kept living. But because we're anchored in the four Gospels, we have a way of measuring whether or not what we believe the Spirit is saying to us is in fact the Holy Spirit because Jesus said the Holy Spirit will only say more of what I have already said some of. Thinking about all that this week took me back to the conversations we had with our friends at the Mississippi Baptist Convention back in 2015 and 2016. In my occasional meetings with my friends, at the convention office, more than once I said to them that while Northminster certainly has as many flaws as any other church, one thing I know for certain, without even an ounce of doubt or question, is that our way of embracing all persons without regard for human difference puts us squarely on the side of the Holy Spirit. And the reason I could say that with such confidence is because the Holy Spirit only says more of what Jesus said some of. And when you have read the four Gospels over and over and over again, you know that every time Jesus had the chance to say what matters most, it always came out something like this. All the law and the prophets can be summarized in a single saying, treat others as you want others to treat you. Or, all the law and the prophets must be interpreted in the light of loving God with all that is in us and loving others as we love ourselves. 
to have read the four Gospels over and over and over again across a lifetime is to know that as instinctively as you know you are alive. So whenever we then actually live that way in the real world, we know with confidence that we are walking in the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit's assignment, according to today's Gospel lesson, was to say more of what Jesus said some of. And to lead us farther and farther along the same path Jesus started us on. That's why once we get really serious and intentional about walking in the Holy Spirit, staying open to the Holy Spirit, we inevitably find ourselves reaching out to, sitting down with, and standing up for the same people Jesus would reach out to, sit down with, and stand up for if Jesus was here. Because the Holy Spirit's job is to tell us more of what Jesus told us some of. And to take us farther and farther along the same path Jesus started us on. So the more open we stay to the Spirit, the more likely we are to live and love as Jesus lived and loved. My sisters and brothers, if you live that way long enough, intentionally enough, a day will come in your lifetime when you will no longer have to try to live a Spirit-filled life. Instead, you will become one of those people in whom the human spirit and the Holy Spirit are so seamlessly integrated that no one will any longer be able to tell where one ends and the other begins. You will still suffer the same setbacks and sorrows that everyone else faces. Your life will remain as vulnerable to tragedy and heartbreak as it ever was. And you will face the same diseases and death as you would have otherwise. Because, my sisters and brothers, that is the way life is. Your life will not be different. You will be different. Walking and speaking, acting and reacting, living and loving in the Holy Spirit. The presence of God so fully at work in you and through you that like Peter on Pentecost, on your best and most courageous day, some might wonder if you are drunk on new wine. But no, like Peter you will say, it can't be wine, it's only nine. No, 
Like Peter, you will say. This is what Peter was talking about when he talked about what Joel was talking about. This is the Holy Spirit. This is Pentecost. Amen.